When we were in school, we had a civics class in 10th grade. And I remember we had one class that was it one day where we learned about the stock market and our checkbook in one class. I was 15. You're right. And it was for 30 minutes. And then the rest of my high school career and college career, there was nothing on finances. And don't you think that is a huge disservice? I do. And even if you go start a new job, you're like, mm-hmm. yes, I got a college and it's great. I got this new job. And then and they're like, 401k. they're like, here, make these decisions. Right. Yes. And you're like, I have no clue what this is. Like, what is a Roth 401k? Mm-hmm. What is a regular 401k? Mm-hmm. And they don't explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the biggest thing coming out that you like either need to like know someone to even go talk to or all this stuff is online. And I think a lot of people, myself included, until I started knowing financial advisors and financial planners, think that they're only for people with a lot of money. And so how do you sort of uh, normalize what you do for just the every person? It's just, yeah, like I mentioned before, just relating to them. I Mm -hmm. mean, like... Most of us who are financial advisors, like, didn't, like, come poof out of thin air. <laughs> right. And it's like, we know all this stuff now, right? Yeah, right. There's just so, there is so much out there. And mm-hmm. it's trying to weed through that information mm-hmm. and be able to, like, explain it to someone in a way that, like, it doesn't confuse them even more or mm-hmm. get them, like, more freaked out about what's going to happen. Because yeah. it's scary. It is scary. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't in this profession, I would seriously be like, what is all this? It's too much. And I even was a business major. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of things to think about. So do you think being a woman does that give you an advantage in this industry or do you find it to be more of a challenge? It depends on the situation. I feel like dealing with clients, mm-hmm. it's an advantage because mm-hmm. we can listen a little bit better than most people can. And we're able to pick out little pain points in the, in the, in the relationship that they're maybe concerned about mm-hmm. that guys are overlooking because they're only like worried about like the analytics behind it and the numbers that we're presenting. Mm-hmm. It's, a, um, it's an empathy thing with women. Yeah. Like, you can kind of hear mm-hmm. like, something that's really bothering the person maybe more than a male advisor might. I think that's some social conditioning yeah. too where we're made to be more relational, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Our yeah. our decision-making is all yeah. about how we relate to other people where I think men are brought up more to just think about what is best for themselves. And so that would make sense that would trickle over into how you're looking at their finances too is trying to figure out what's best for everybody involved. Yeah, and it's like nurturing, right? Mm-hmm. We want to yeah. nurture yeah. people. Like that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So like if someone comes to you and they're like super like freaked out about what's something that's going on in their lives, we kind of like, you want to like coddle them like a baby and be like, mm-hmm. oh, don't worry. We'll figure this out together. And I think some some male financial advisors, it's just more cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The so, more by the book. So what would be some of the challenges? Challenges is working in a male-dominated environment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going through my career, I started as an assistant, and mm-hmm. like 50% of the workforce is an assist- assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to make that jump from assistant to advisor. Yeah. Um, and luckily, I had great mentors in my life who pushed me through and didn't allow me to ever take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And they taught me that, um, that I was able to move on. But just dealing... You know, it's sometimes scary for women. I go into meetings sometimes where there's 20 men and me. Wow. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. been in that room too. Oh, yeah. I, exactly. I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to think like, are they thinking about me? Like, mm-hmm. am I going to say something stupid? And yeah. you know, like just stupid stuff that like you shouldn't be thinking about. But yeah. then like once you get over that like mm-hmm. little hurdle, then it's like, oh, it's sh- whatever, you know? Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. And so <laughs> as far as career wise, like for women who are thinking about, you sort of fell into it, you said, but someone who's thinking about, you know, I'm interested mm-hmm. in business, I'm interested in finance, I maybe don't want to go into banking per se. So what are the pluses of, you know, obviously having more women in industry is a, is a good thing. Having more balance is, is always a good thing. What, how do you, how, if you're giving someone advice who's you know, thinking about this from they're in business school, they're in college, whatever, and they're thinking about 
career options, how would you advise them about, you know, coming into your career path? So right now, um, the advisory general population is old. Like mm -hmm. every, like 50% of the population is over 55 years old. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a huge, huge like gap. There's not going to be enough advisors around that are young. And I think only 10% are under the age of 35. So, yeah. so that's huge. There's no one coming up in the ranks to be mm -hmm. able to take over this, even though there's things that are coming out like robo advisors. I don't know if you've heard of them. It's more, <laughs> it, it's more like, you don't I'm eye you rolling don't, over here. You don't you don't talk to a person. Like you don't have no connection. It's just online or an app. And so like it takes away that personal aspect that yeah. you would have. Um you so, can't call that app but you know when you're in need no, of I would just think there's so many nuances advice. to something yeah. like this that it would be really hard to replace what you do with there is. technology. Yeah. So because of this gap that's coming up, there's so many opportunities for people to get into wealth management, which mm -hmm. is the sector that I work in. Um and like just be able to get into it. So I think if they're able to take an interest in it and like once you're in it and like it is kind of overwhelming about the, what you have to learn or like who you want to deal with and trying to figure that out. Once you're in it, it's great. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Like I have flexibility. You work for like a great company. You yeah. end up like, I am so lucky to work with so many individuals that are so smart and it's just, you constantly learn on a daily basis about new things, new nuances and new ways to like get things done that you would never think about. And so, hmm. You know, it's interesting you say that it's getting old because now I'm thinking about anytime I've ever seen an ad on television for a mm -hmm. financial firm or a financial advisor, it tends to be older white guys. There's one where there's golf involved. It's, it doesn't seem like it's super inviting to women or people of color or mm -hmm. whatever, anyone else who might not be the sort of your stereotypical, exactly. you know, financial advisor. So do you think that the industry is kind of not doing itself a service by like, it's, it's not really seeming inviting oh, to no, definitely. welcome when you, people in the Yeah, profession. when you see any like commercials, it's like, yeah, it's always the same thing. <laughs> There's literally one with like a golf course where the guy is like hitting the ball into the hole and he can't quite figure it out and so the financial advisor is going to help him and it's like, okay, that's that's sort of limiting it to that yeah. sort of that those two kinds of people right there. So. Yeah, it's, it's just who in the larger financial institutions, it's just the leadership is usually not women. So yeah, like they right. don't even know what they're not doing yeah mm -hmm. they don't know what they don't know exactly yeah. so yeah. i feel like that's where a lot of it gets it's you know gets um off off centered but yeah. but like in um moving forward for for women in the industry like do it yeah just yeah take the leap and then like um i was lucky enough to find finding a mentor i think is the biggest thing yeah yeah that's a big deal and mentorship so, is so important it is in a, any industry yeah. what if it's not a formal mentor like we're assigning you a mentor when yeah. you right. find someone that's older and willing to give you advice or even if they're younger and willing to give you advice yeah. you know i think that that two way mentoring sometimes can be really helpful um in a, in a lot of professions but so so how would you what did your mentor like tell you that was helpful like how did you what would you characterize as good mentorship in the financial advice field? Um, so I ended up working with like a group of guys like right out of college and I didn't even know who they were going to be. And now they're like my family. Yeah. Um, the oldest advisor, he's now retired and he's like 75. Mm -hmm. um, but for him, he always taught me no is never the first answer. Mm -hmm. And that has really stayed with me throughout my career because when you work in these big banks, you just want to do well for the client, right? Yeah. yeah. Client comes first. No. And big banks, no, that's not the issue. And mm. it's be able to find mm. who you, how you get that answer. Maybe, maybe it is a solid no, but sometimes it's not. There's a lot of gray out there yeah. and try to get stuff done. So no, so learning that no is never the first answer has truly helped me with everything I've ever done. Hmm. I don't know if I really understand that. No is never the first. What does that, what does that mean? Can you 
So working working in banking, especially mm-hmm. in big banks, probably like PNC or BNY, I don't know. I didn't work at those ones, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying because they're more they're the around Pittsburgh. Yeah. Local, yeah. yeah. Um, I worked for UBS, mm-hmm. where it was it's the largest Swiss bank in the world. Mm-hmm. It's huge, right? Everything is black and white to the Swiss. Mm-hmm. So financials are not black and white. Right. Everyone has their own situation. Everyone has different things. There could be some circumstance that something has changed. So they have these rules set in place, and then you want to go do something for a client. Mm-hmm. Whether it's an investment or open an account or help them. Yeah, like an investment something. or we had a client who, um, it was a father, and he ended up coming out of somewhere, and he fell, and he ended up hitting his head very hard where he is now uh, in a vegetable state. Oh, jeez. And because of that, his, like, 26-year-old daughter became his guardian. Oh, boy. Um, and it's being able to get stuff done for someone like that. They're like, oh, you can't get money out of the account for them. It's just without this and this and this. And you need 80 things. But it's being able to show them, be like, hey, we have a court order. Mm-hmm. She is the guardian. Right. We, the we can do that. Because yeah. the first thing they want to tell you is no. Right. But it's being able to go through and be like, hey, like this is this is what happened. We have court orders. We're going by the rules. Like you need to get this done. So, so not accepting no is the first answer. Yeah, finding so, yeah, I understand yeah. So it now. So you're the one that like it, the client in that situation. You know they're going to run into the brick wall. That's not something that right. they know how to negotiate. So that's where the, the financial advisor is really important. That you know the rules. You know that this is mm-hmm. actually we can make this happen. And so finding the way to get it for the client. That hmm. seems like, I mean, I can't imagine being in that position without someone to advise me to help me. So for younger people that are starting to go into the workforce or that have been in the workforce for, let's say a few years, what are some financial tips that you can give, give just as a generality for things that we should be doing? If you work for a company and they match mm-hmm. on your 401k, mm-hmm. that is free money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's two, four, five, six, I've seen them even higher, which most companies don't have. But if you're not putting in, an, if you're, I'm saying if your company matches at four mm-hmm. and you're only putting in 2%, mm-hmm. you're leaving money on the table that mm-hmm. you could get for free. Mm-hmm. So number one, if, you're comp- if you work for a company that matches, do it. Mm-hmm. Like don't, don't even think about it. So when uh, I think the, the, Latest statistics say that people only stay at a job for three years. Correct. So people end up leaving their 401ks behind. How do you advise people? Like you had a 401k at this company. Now what do you do with it? You roll it over? Do you cash it out? Like well, how, how do you advise people? Since the workforce is so much more, you know, fluid Transient, for, yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people, especially for younger people, how do you advise them, um, you know, make sure your 401k is in good shape or roll it over? Mm-hmm. How do you advise them to like handle stuff? rather than leaving it behind. So with 401ks, um, if, if you move to a new company, sometimes a new company is able to take on that 401k, mm-hmm. so you can just roll it into that new mm-hmm. 401k, yeah. or you can roll over a 401k into an IRA, mm-hmm. which is an individual retirement account. Mm-hmm. And so you can either... So those are your two options. Yeah. You should never leave it, never leave it sitting there. Yeah. You, you want to create this nest egg. Like, this yeah. is money you're going to, like, kind of almost forget about and be and then, like... When you get like 40 or 50, you're like, oh my God, this actually added up to a lot of money. And you really don't miss it coming out of your paycheck every month, every week, whatever. Especially because you already know. I mean, it's just, you already know what you're getting every month. Right, Yeah. So then what are your thoughts on credit cards? When should they be used and when should you not use them? Credit cards and credit is a hard thing. Like, Mm -hmm. especially when you're a college kid and you don't understand. And as soon Mm -hmm. as you go into college, there's like 800 credit card companies. Oh, it's so predatory. Take this application. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I say, 
if possible, like do not get yourself in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. If you get the first credit card and you start to make like bad decisions, you start to see that balance start, like mm-hmm. just cut it off. Mm-hmm. Go straight to debit. Because mm-hmm. debit, you right. can only spend what you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anything more. Because you do not want to put yourself in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. It is one of the hardest things to get out of. For sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And so what about, you know, I think about the current economy, like this, the gig economy, a lot of people are working these gig jobs where mm-hmm. whether it's driving for Lyft, whether it's freelancing, whether it's a lot of self-employment, know, a lot of self-employment. How do you advise someone in that, you know, sphere about saving for retirement or how to put money aside because they don't necessarily have the traditional 401k or the traditional savings through their workplace. Right. So, and, and obviously there's a lot of implications for taxes for, for freelancers. So how do you kind of advise those people? I feel like that's going to be something that people in your profession are going to see a lot more of in the next few years. What what are the sort of highlights for someone who's self-employed or in the gig economy? So there's a rule of thumb that you should keep in like cash on hand. Like, first of all, debt. Like Mm -hmm. if you have debt, just try to pay it off. Try to get it off. And that's the first thing to work at. Mm -hmm. So like, don't even like, you can start saving a little bit for retirement, but I would say get rid Mm -hmm. of the debt first. Yeah. After that, um, there's a rule of thumb that you have to keep cash on hand for emergency fund is mm-hmm. what the, is what everyone calls it. It's, so it's three to six months of your salary. So if something would happen and you would get laid off or yeah. you chose not to like, drive or lift, you had some, a little bit of a nest egg. Yeah. So once you get to that emergency fund, then I say you can start saving. Yeah. You can either save through, like I said, if, so like when you're doing that and sometimes advisors come across as, you know, it's hard to attain or like they're expensive, there are these things called robo-advisors, like a Betterment. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard of that. And then you're able to deposit money, and they, like, handle all the allocations. They ask you questions. It kind of makes it a little bit foolproof. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can start to, like, invest like a normal like – a, like anyone else, mm-hmm. and then you're able to do it just like that. Yeah. It's all about going to sleep what at night. What you're comfortable with. And yeah. what you're comfortable with. Like, oh, my God, I have $200,000 on my mortgage. I'm not going to be able to sleep. If yeah. that's going to happen, don't do that. Yeah, right. But if, you're, if your interest rate is so low, just let it ride, make the payments, hmm. and then start saving money elsewhere because you can, get, you can usually – Get yeah, a higher percentage. Yeah, for sure. That's so interesting. Them. I would see these are those fun little tricks that right. I don't think I would ever think about. Yeah, because to me, like that uh, big number on the mortgage is like, oh, we should pay that down. But really, maybe not. Maybe, you know, just keep paying the, the payments. And I always like round up a little bit. So I'm paying a little bit more than the yeah. the monthly. Minimum, I do that. But yeah. So mm-hmm. like if it's, you know, whatever the number, round up to the nearest hundred. So yeah. I feel like I'm paying a little. Yeah, extra debt money. is not a bad thing, and I think yeah. a lot of people put it in their right. minds like, "Well, credit card debt is right. different." Right, right, right. right. No, you're right. There's certain kinds There's of debt, certain right? Type, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's different because cre- debt's created. Credit equal. card debt is in between like 15 at the super low end percent yeah, and yeah. like 30, which yeah. is insane. Which is insane. What about like student loan debt? That's considered good debt, right? To have student loan debt as long as you're current, as long as you're making payments. Making payments. Yeah. yeah, and it's not. It's never at. It depends on where it is. It can be really low, like 3%, or it can go up to mm-hmm. like 7 or 8, 9. Um, but, I mean, you can't – you can maybe find like a like a lower rate somewhere else, but to find it, it's either through a weird situation that – because you can loan your family members money at yeah. lower rates and stuff like that, but yeah. it's hard for like a normal person to be able to lower that rate because a bank is not going to give you like an unsecured line of credit, right? meaning like there's no assets to back it up yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in order to pay off your student debt. What yeah. does money mean to you? Money means to me um, complexity. Mm-hmm. The more money you have, the more complex it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you see a lot of people, they're like, oh, if I only had 
this amount of money, I'd be happy. But then other people say, oh, money won't make you happy. Right. And I'm like, I feel like it would make me a little happy. (laughs) I think it's more just for me, it's the idea of just having financial freedom. Not necessarily, I don't have to be worth, you know, a billion dollars, but it's just being able to know that you can kind of live your life and not have to worry about your bills. I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like desperation time. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what really is in the back of a lot of people's minds, especially because things are so uncertain financially for so many people. Yeah. I don't know. I read something a long time. I don't know if this is true today. Um, they say anything, if you earn anything above $70,000 a year. I've read that. Yeah. yeah that's kind of the point at which you feel comfortable. You feel comfortable. Yeah. And then um, anything more than that's kind of like icing on the cake and it doesn't mm-hmm. make your life any different unless you live in like New York City or like San Francisco yeah, right. really super expensive or the whatever the yeah, yeah. But we're lucky the equivalent here in, yeah, we're lucky here in Pittsburgh that we have amazing home prices and it's not yeah. like mm-hmm. that hard to be in like a first time home buyer here right yeah. as yeah. opposed to other com- communities for yeah. sure yeah. Yes. other cities for sure my gosh, I feel so like much smarter than when we first started this conversation. I feel like I just learned so much too. And now I have a million more questions, which probably means I should set up an appointment with her. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> instead sure. of trying to milk her for more free advice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this. So I have these other really general questions. <laughs> it's a lot of women who happen to be in her own It's funny. I get, I get it all the time now because like now I've been like in this role for like 11 yeah, years. Yeah, that's a long time. So now it goes, goes on girls' vacations and we're like laying oh at God. the pool having cocktails. And mm-hmm. they're like, Laura, what should I do with my Roth IRA? And <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't want to hear about this yeah, right I don't now. Want to money. I just want to have a margarita. <laughs> like, give me a margarita. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, we won't milk you for any more advice, free advice, but thanks so At much. least not this, this time. It's very, <laughs> next time we have you on. It's very thought-provoking though and I think it women is. should really be thinking about it because we live longer than men and we should be thinking about this stuff. Oh, absolutely. You just need to have control over your own money so you can control your own life and your own destiny yeah, that's what it really can. comes down to exactly yeah. do not be like carrie bradshaw on sex city no. he's oh like i God. like to see <laughs> my investment in my closet or wherever she said like do not be that yeah you do be, not need more shoes no <laughs> be smart well, you do <laughs> but investment properties are good too yeah <laughs> be smart make yes. some savvy savvy's um investments mm-hmm. do some reading there's so much information online yeah and if you need a little bit of advice, there's people out there. There's cert- certified financial planners is what I have. It's mm-hmm. called a CFP. Mm-hmm. Look for one of those. They had to go through some type of little bit of extra work to like get to their place and take this test that was very hard. It covers different principles that you have to kind of know about, like insurance, retirement plans, yeah. investments, um, and a bunch of other areas. And so like they have like a more well-rounded thinking of when they're giving advice all right fantastic awesome. laura yeah. thank you so much like, oh my gosh i feel like well, i have a you. good checklist now. <laughs> i want to run home and like look at my bank account maybe so i'm gonna go see a lawyer yeah <laughs> thank you so much it was great having you oh, thank you guys thank you. show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.